This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Make Me Like It. This is Dan. And this is Kelly. And this week on the show, we're going to check out Pepe's Rib House in Jacksonville, Florida to taste some of the most tasty ribs I've ever had. Kelly? Look at- hey, yeah? Kelly? What? You're you're sort of introducing this show like it's a travel, like cooking food show. Oh. Whoops. Are you hungry? N- no. You sure? Because remember I offered you a snack before the show. No, I'm not hungry. Okay. Um, well, anyway, um, today on the show, guys, we've got a great guest for you. After ya. my first mouth-watering bite, I could just feel that my cheeks were full of meat and tangy sauce, just the right amount of sour and smoky, and the meat really filled me up. This is Jacksonville, Florida barbecue at its finest. Hey, Kelly, you're still talking about like juicy ribs, like smoked ribs. Uh-huh. Are you hungry for ribs or something? No. You sure? No. Well, then what is that thing? Oh, um... That's a pig. Yeah, You got a pig. Yes. You're going to smoke it? No, no, no. I got a, a pet pig. Don't worry. It's just a pet. Really? Yeah. But it did take a big number two all over your computer. Oh, my God. Ugh, Kelly. Well, then why were you saying all that stuff about Jacksonville, Florida ribs? Oh, because I'm hungry. I could eat a big plate of ribs. Kelly... This This is Make Make Me Like It. This is a podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello there, likers and losers alike. What's up? Yeah, I'm running down getting high fives. <laughs> I'm running down an aisle of some running kind. Running down the aisle getting high fives. Getting high fives. From our likies. Yeah, everybody looks good. Looks nice. Turn Everyone around. Let's cute. see it. Bend over. Everyone's got big old veneers on their butts. Whoa. Interesting. Interesting. New cool, cool fashion deal you guys are trying out. I like mm. it. Well, guys, welcome to the show. Today, we are going to talk about Real Housewives. Not real Real Housewives, but the Real Housewives. The Real Housewives franchise. Just like some housewives like, you know, uh, Bernadette um, Trison. Uh, Uh, She's a Real Housewife. Or Kathleen Bernard. Um, She's a Real Housewife. uh, Yeah, Sharon Snippers. She's a real... Bonnie DeConey. Right. These are real people right. who we will not be talking about. We won't though. Be Shout talking out about them. to uh, Bonnie Pony. DeConey. DeConey. Sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we're not going to be talking about them. We're going to be talking about the franchise, the shows on uh, the Bravo now. Bravo. The Bravo Housewives. Real reality Andy Cohen's, trash. Andy Cohen's uh, Real Housewives. Beautiful women of, uh, yeah. Andy Cohen presents the beautiful women of the Real Housewives. <laughs> so um, we, yeah, I mean, not for me, not something I watch. No. Um. I feel like maybe it's part of the downfall of the country. Society? Society, yeah. And like downfall of TV, downfall of, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like it's part of the wave of entertainment that doesn't try and is perfectly or is is purposely horrible and yeah. um, a, a, there's edits every half second or something right. that a portrayal like of, destroys brains. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the people are not... 
I don't look up to these women, you know, mm. it seems like a lot of women that were like, I Steve like... Harvey had a show, you would be right in there. Cause you would say, I look up to this man. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh. I do not look up to Steve Harvey. Well, I thought he was your hero. So now I'm confused. <laughs> You're confused. Now these women are not people I've ever really looked up to. They seem like people that have taken the easy way out of life, uh, by capitalizing on their beauty and deciding to marry some rich dude. And then they were given a TV show. So that's, so that's me. Cool. That's, that's my sh- that's my shit attitude. Well, who the <laughs> hell in the world would ever like something like this? What kind of idiot, yeah. crazy person do we know that Dumbbell. would like this? Alexi Wasser. Huh. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. Allegedly, Alexi likes uh, the Real Housewives. And we actually ended up having a very long conversation <laughs> before we started talking about the Real yeah, Housewives. Yeah, we get to some intense stuff. Yeah, we started, we had a great interview with her. Um, so, you know. Be patient. Be patient. Because there's a lot going we'll on. Get, we'll get to the Housewives, but we do have a great conversation about other stuff before that. But Alexi is a great pal. We've recently become a little closer. Um, we went to the women's march together. We did go to the women's march together. We talked about personal shit all day. She's just one of those people you can get in there with, and and not she afraid. Really... Well, uh, she's a podcaster herself. Yes, exactly. She has a great podcast called Love Alexi, Love Comma Alexi, and it's fantastic. I strongly recommend you guys go listen to all the sods and. Yeah, I guess let's just dive right in. Yes, here we go. Let's get into some serious stuff. (sighs) So Kelly is recording now. It's rolling now. Um, Oh, wow, we're doing it. Yeah. This is great. You seem like you're uh, Listerine brand loyal. I am. It's just the strongest stuff. It's all that's available, but the weird thing is, so I'm addicted to Listerine mint spray, but mainly Listerine strips. And every time I take them out, they're a Target, by the way. I'm not sponsored by them. But we, every t- we, we talked about Target in our last episode. We love Target. <laughs> I love Target. Yes. Oh, I guess that's not a point of the pot. We could have talked about Target, but we're all on board. There's nothing to talk about later yeah. being like, uh, so how do we feel? Well, we feel like we love Target. We all love Target. Love you know, Target. There's no yeah, yeah. wrap up. Debating. Why? So we didn't really get I'll to tell the... You um, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll say we get why. to the reason why we all love it. We but. love it because I mean, I mean, I don't want to step on your toes. We love it. Yeah, I don't need caffeine. I'm fine. Yeah, you're okay. good. Okay, can yeah. you imagine? I, okay. You were like, I hope I'm caffeinated enough. I'm like, mm, you're always caffeinated. You should yeah, actually yeah. give up coffee. Great, um, great we love, energy. We love Target because it makes us feel safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a safe, controlled environment. You could spill at any moment and then grab like a pack of three white Hanes t-shirts and uh, put one on and you're good to go. That's why I like malls too. Uh. It's like, and it's like, you can just casually be there. Everything's okay. It's corporate. Everything's taken care of. You can, I don't know. There's it's just a pharmacy. Ev- a pharmacy. Everything is there. A Starbucks, like everything, another corporate, like, an- yeah. oh my God, who am I? Well, I did not vote for Trump. I did. Right, but well, we're slowly finding out that we are corporate chills as well. We yeah. love, we we love like big corporations. corporations. Oh my god, we're recording, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, we I love big corporations. <laughs> Definitely. Well, ours were Double Costco, checking. Target. 
Oh God, Target. Yeah. I know you already said. Yeah. Costco, Target, Taco Bell is one for us. Taco, Taco Bell, Bell, really? Yeah, ta- I love Taco Bell. As vegetarians, Bell. like fast food is pretty sparse, but but I've always had a soft spot. Yeah, for that's Taco not Bell. the only reason. Yeah, Ooh, that's a reason. But, but I got into it originally because I was a vegetarian in high school. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna steal one of your tissues. Yeah, of course. Have um, a tish. I would go to Taco Bell with my dad when I was little, and we would get super tacos. Not vegetarian, but we get two super tacos, and I remember being like, "This is incredible." Is a super wow. taco just a big taco? It's I don't remember like, a super taco. Don't look, you guys. I'm wiping my nose. Let's don't see. Look, don't well, look. I'm looking out the window. Like like Dan, I have shame about bodily functions because I was listening to the Charles Rogers episode. Where, oh, and yeah. Dan, and then what you're did all, Dan say? Oh, it's just so funny. And feel free to cut this out. Oh, my God. <laughs> nah. It's not my podcast. Okay. It was already on the podcast. So. I, yeah. oh, oh, well, just when you're all like, uh, well, you know, you have a phobia about shit, which yes. I do, too. I'm so I can't even say the F.A.R.T. word. I don't really? I have bodily function. No, no, no. I don't like any of it. Yeah. And then when you're like the t- the typical like uh, heterosexual uh, male mistake to walk into, right. which I do, too, which I have done in the past where you're like. Oh, you know, like regular sex. Yeah. Yes. Like, and then Charles is like, what do you um, mean by regular? Oops. And you're like, oh, oh it's ingrained in me. <laughs> As, yes. It's not only is it ingrained, but um, it is the Dan Savage term is vanilla sex. Vanilla. Oh, vanilla. Well, yeah. I've never listened. That's what he meant by regular. Vanilla yeah. sex is pretty like straight and narrow. And Dan Savage like, has admitted. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. Dan well, Savage t- has admitted that homosexual sex by default is not really vanilla. Like it can't be sort of because it's aside from the norm or yeah. whatever. Well, but also with like with the with the whole idea the of like regular because I remember exactly. like oh so heterosexual sex is regular and I remember mm. being in elementary school and talking to a little kid I was probably like seven or eight years old and you know and this is a podcast so nobody can see me but I'm like the whitest girl in the world but uh pale very pale <laughs> almost see through I I was talking to another I feel I feel like girl. I'm whiter oh wow let's all come we're all so white hey, in this got, room Dan you have the freckles that darken you a bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow. Makes me red or something. Stop showing but, off. Uh, yeah. A little bit brown. Uh, I asked one of the girls, I was like, I asked this girl I was talking to who was seven or eight, and I was like, oh, which which person are you talking about? Cause she was referring to somebody in the classroom or something. And there's like a black girl that she may have been talking about or a white girl. And she goes, the regular one. Ah. And she meant the white girl. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, boy. So that's why, like, you know, when I I heard that reminded when when you were like regular sex, it reminded me of that moment. That moment when you learned a valuable lesson and you were like, that doesn't feel right. It's so crazy when people think like, oh, I'm the normal one and everyone else around me isn't. When you realize like, wait, everyone feels that way. Yeah. So you nothing is. Yeah. Nothing's normal. Nothing's the regular or normal version because everybody sees has a. What's it called? The uh, egocentric point of view mm-hmm. that like you're yeah. the center and everything is around you. I'm right. sure. But then I'm sure, you know, oh, my God, why? Would, I don't want to get into race. Oh, God. Should oh, we? There's three white people talking about race. Oh, but I'm sure like, you know, a, a black person is in, in situations where it's like all white. Oh, yeah. And yeah they're yeah, like yeah, the yes. odd man. And they're like, yeah, that's scary. And then when a white person in a situation full of like only black people. Yeah. Uh, you know, my you black, can feel it. My black friends are like, yeah, see what it feels like. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. tough. Well, oh, even yeah. uh, when my, I go to Kelly's family's from Texas, and when I go to Texas, I'm like the only Jew. He feels like a minority oh, there, and, and you're like, "Wow, I never clear. think about that I'm Jewish." Yeah, but uh, here I am. It's very clear to him, yeah. and it's, it doesn't register for me. But even growing up, I remember I didn't know any Jewish kids, and I went to like my friends or my boyfriend's homecoming dance in Fort Worth, and he was like, "Here's my friend so and so." He's a Jew. And it was like this funny joke. And the Jewish kid was like, I'm a Jew. Oh, like, wow. Yay, I'm getting attention for some reason. Wow. And it was like, and 
at the, I remember at the time it also felt like why would you say that like exotic so rude rude, yeah. rude. a Jew look at this like, different sideshow yeah. look at uh, different yeah I was dating a, a different boy I'm half Jewish I'm naturally blonde I dye my hair brown whatever really I'm, yeah I don't know but I don't yeah. know what the point of all that is but I I was dating an Australian guy for five years and I would go to visit his family in Australia every Christmas and I don't think they they didn't know I was Jewish. But I identify like I'm my dad's Jewish. That's my dad's mm-hmm. side of the family. So I, I, I identify as like culturally Jewish, even mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. I'm not technically according according to Israeli standards. Mm-hmm. I'm not really Jewish, whatever. Right. I still would have been murdered and raped in the Holocaust, whatever, because sure. I had Jewish blood in me anyway. Yeah. But uh, I remember like being at the table there and I couldn't believe it. I'm not saying all Australians are completely racist and fucked, but mm-hmm. I remember being at the table and everybody in his family was talking about being Jewed down and Jewish people, money grubbers, like all Whoa. this stuff. This was like not that long. It's like five years ago. And I, I just couldn't believe it. And they're like, what do you think, Alexi? And I went, I don't know. Let me go call my father. He's Jewish. Like I was all like angsty. I was like so angry because I just yeah, couldn't believe like, fuck you. I was like, are we really talking about like, <laughs> that sucks. Jewing no, I've down heard from my black friends that Australia sucks. If it you're does. Black. And if you're people Asian, so racist. If there. you're Asian too, they, if you're like, white, it's like a whack in the park. Yeah. Australia is like a wonderland yeah. of like beautiful people and things. And, then the second that you're somewhat different, everyone's like, we don't like you. Misogynist, racist against, yeah, and really bad against Asian people. Australia? Putting on blast. Just yeah, kidding. we're putting Australia. Like Australia. Just kidding. Someone we don't give a fuck. Us. Just Someone kidding. Someone have to convince us to like Australia. In fact, if we've got some listeners from Australia, please write in. Just stop listening. Talk to us about, well, yeah, stop listening. Stop we don't listening want your now. business. But yeah, write in. Tell us why it's not racist there. Oh, God. Uh, we'd love to be proven wrong. Can I tell so you? Oh. we're here to talk about... The the Real Housewives. I know, but I want to tell you another race story. Let's okay. do one more. Okay. You get one more race one story. One more. Something weird happened yesterday, and I don't even know if I should talk about this. Mm. I'd love to hear it. Do you want to, really? Usually that means you should talk about it. Yeah. So I had this weird moment yesterday where I throw these girls' night in gathering things. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask how it went. It was great. It was great. cozy, and I prepped for it. I have all these girls come over to my house, and we drink wine. I didn't drink. I'm trying not to drink. And they're, friend- they're people that just, just know you through social just media. The they're not close friends. They're not close friends, right. and they like pay. I actually charge, and it pays for the because alcohol. Because you have a bunch of shit. To- yeah. I get all together. So I'm having this like quiet day in preparation of that, walking around in my neighborhood, and and I want to talk about this on my podcast, so maybe this is my mm, way of like yeah, being yeah, like, practice. should I? I'm going to practice. Oh, God, because I was going to insta-story about it because I'm obsessed with insta-storying, but I thought, too scary if I say the story wrong. I'm, but So I don't have a car right now. I'm taking a lift everywhere. I walk everywhere. I'm always walking around with my earbuds in, and and yesterday I was walking around this, and I'm going to say ethnicities and whatever because they come into play in the story also. Like so this white guy, like skater kid on Fairfax, which is like a terrifying street sometimes because it's more, it's mm-hmm. so hip and cool, but also like misogynist. You know what I mean? By Supreme. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, ah, Supreme. Ooh, hate walking Sup- past Supreme. I'm serious. Those it's- nasty dudes always lined up. Like, for shoes. Giving me the like, get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so scary. It's like, so it's like weirdly misogynist and intense and like skater kids and just all types of men, whatever. So this white kid walks past me and says something about like, you know, like suck my dick or like some kind cool. of thing. And I was like, Oh my God, is this really happening? Like, this is, it's like 2018. We're talking about all the sexual assault stuff. Everything's right. coming to the surface. Are you really, pat- you're young, dude. You're going to say that to me? Ugh. I have my earbuds in. I like keep walking. Then, like, a white homeless guy with like tattoos on his face, like, starts walking towards me really quick, like, too quick. And I'm walking in between a bus stop 
and a wall. So I usually go around. So I'm never like confined in between like a little space where something could happen to me. So I'm like, fuck, I'm in between a bus stop and this wall. God damn it. Why do I put myself in this kind of sketchy predicament? Yes, it's daylight, but I'm still scared. Sketchy homeless dudes coming my way, earbuds in. And I look behind me for an escape plan. And there's a man, a big man, like walking just too close to me, just too Mm -hmm. close to me. And he's black. He's black. You're getting like assaulted from all area, from all angles. It's like just people are coming at me. And I'm like, oh, God, homeless guy. Where do I go? Oh, this is guy walking, you know, too close to me. A, A big dude, a man and a man coming at me. So I look at him and he sees like the the panic. shock, yeah. Yeah, the panic in my face because like I didn't know what was going on around me because my earbuds are in. And so I look at him and I move over to the left and he just stands there and because and, I want him to pass me. I don't want him to be yeah, behind exactly. me. And it's not because he's black. It's because he's a big man right. and there's already the other dude and I don't want to be sandwiched in between two men. It's a you man thing. by some guy to suck his dick. Yeah. yeah. It's a man thing. It's the time we're in. It's mm-hmm. And I should be able to do that if I want. So we were like facing off the dude behind me. He like looks at me and I look at him and I give him a look to say like, go ahead, like pass me. My earbuds are still in. And he like was all disgruntled and like passes by me and he like turns to look at me and he's like gives me like this mean face, like the stink guy. I never use the term stink guy, whatever, but that's like what it was. And I, and I just say, what? Like what? What did I do? Why are you looking at me that way? Cause he was looking at me in a really mean way. And he goes, I take my earbuds out to like talk to this guy. And he goes, and he kind of yells at me. He goes, you made me uncomfortable. Uh, and I went, oh, really? Wait, why did I make you uncomfortable? And he goes, for the same reason I made you, and he uses air quotations, uncomfortable. And I went, what are you saying? Right. And he goes, nothing. You know what I'm saying. And I went, oh, because you're black. Because mm-hmm. you're black. He goes, you said it. I didn't say it. And I went, I'm not dumb. What are you talking about? Air quotations. Yeah. Are you telling me right now? Like I may, because you're black, I wanted you to pass me. And I went, no, no, no. And he starts, he goes, whatever. And he starts walking off and the story will end in a second. I promise. <laughs> but he starts walking off and I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I, and I make him, I go, stop where you are. And I like walk up to him. And I have all this white guilt. My last thing I want to do is like make like anybody think. But at the same time, why do I have to worry? Why do I have to like accommodate this dude's feelings when I'm a woman? He's a dude. He was walking too close. But I walk over to him and 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 I go, I didn't want you to pass me because you're black. And I get I get why you might think that. I get why you have the insecure. I get it. What do I know? I'm a fucking white girl. But and I like start crying. Like I just like go weeping immediately. And he goes, Why are you uncomfortable? Why are you crying? And he goes, are you a feminist? Ah. And I, I didn't, I was like, what? And I cut him off and, uh, and I go, do you have a mother? Do you have a sister? And he goes, I have a mother. I have a sister. And he's pissed at me. I'm just like, so he's angry. pissed at me for me being racist. You know? Yeah. He thinks that you've been, yeah. he thinks I'm racist. And, and like, and I went, this isn't about you being black. And I am, and, and I'm uncomfortable because I hate that you think that it's about you being a man. You're walking too close to me. You see that sketch homeless dude. You seem like barreling at me. And the guy goes, I saw that. And I go, so imagine I was your wife. I was your sister. I was your mom. Like I'm allowed to like not want to be sandwiched, but you know, and I went, and if you think it's because you're black, that breaks my heart. And I, and I said, that's why I'm crying. And I went, mm-hmm. this all fucking sucks. He goes, why are you talking about all this? I went, because this is real shit that nobody wants to talk about. He confronted like, you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm confronting him right back. Cause I'm like, I'm like, you know, everybody's being sexually assaulted right now. You know, all these stories are in the media, you know, men feels, I was like, this is a man thing and you're a stranger. And, uh, and I, I re- and I went and I hate it and it breaks my heart. And I hate that we live in a time and I, 
I hate this exists that you can think that Mm -hmm. like, because I don't decide, you know, ah, it just fucking broke my heart. And I put my hand out and he like looked at my hand and he wouldn't take my hand. And he finally, he took my hand and he went, I get it. I get it. You're like, you're right. And I get it. And I went, I get it too. And then we like hugged and then, wow. or, and then, and then like, I was like, have a good day. And he's like, have a good day. And I'm, wa- story. I'm, I'm walking away, but so then I'm, upsetting. but then I'm also like, Hey, wait, I didn't have to hug some random dude. Why do I have to hug some random dude? But like, it's cool. We got in a conference, like we, a chat about race and yeah. men and women, all the things and people's insecurities. And, you know, cause I'm sure he, you know, I don't get stopped by the cops based on the color of my skin, Exactly. but also yeah. I'm a woman and if it would be, you know, it's just like, I think it's good that you guys hugged. It is good that we hugged because it wasn't like a weird, you right. know. I think people get are were uncomfortable and were upset because yeah, it felt everyone like was there upset. was a confrontation and yeah. it, it it took some explanation to see where people were coming from. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice. I I'm thought glad, it was nice. But I, I mean, I'm willing to do this every day. I'm willing to, but it was like. Yeah. Oh, so heavy because there's that's just so yeah, much. Heavy. There's so much cleaning up after yeah. so many years of hatred and sadness that we've had to do. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, these moments are entirely necessary. I don't want anyone to feel that way. Yet I, yeah, I've had the same situation so many times where I've felt guilty for, you know, reacting a certain way to a man that was, you know, making me uncomfortable because of his race and I'm like oh fuck I don't want him to think it's because of that it's just because he has a dick and he scares me you know men are bigger and there's people are strangers and it's nighttime I'd rather like be like this was at night oh no this is daytime I'm saying but I'm just making it more intense (laughs) but like anytime it's like personal space men and women bigger stronger yeah you know and you have every right to be like you know I don't want to be but are you a anyway. feminist? Oh God! Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even like explore that aspect. I'm glad well, I didn't. It's interesting. <laughs> These conversations seem to be what turns people. You know what I mean? To like it is. It's because like you guys both, I think, were angry at first because you're like protecting yourselves, and he's like, "Okay, here's this white bitch that's being racist," and uh, you know what? Based on the things that I've heard or know, that's like a this weird feminist thing, and especially like there's this whole stuff with like white feminism and mm-hmm. you know right. ki- that sort of being weirdly racist too yeah. at times. And so y- people were jumping to conclusions. So I think it's cool that you guys talked. Yeah, Me too. It's good. You were like, wait a second, we're not going to jump to conclusions and go away hating more people. Yeah, because yeah. you could have left that situation and yeah. and just had a judgment of like, fuck this guy, he thinks I'm racist. She's like, he fuck that woman, it. she is racist. Yeah. Yeah, and instead, like, it's like, eh, people are human. Yeah. There are certain judgments. Some of them are okay. Right. Given the situation, which he didn't know, and maybe you didn't know about him. Yeah. You know, he might have had stuff like that happen to him in the past. Right. Yeah. He may. He, oh, I mean, for sure. I'm sure he, he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. That you're yeah. saying, like, he's big. It's like, I'm sure that happens all the time. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, here we go again. And it's also a weird thing to also, it's like another weird thing to be like, if a white guy who's bigger than me is walking really close, I would do the same thing. I would right. be like, let him pass. He's just too oddly close. And I'm going to pay attention to my instincts. You just want some personal space, but it'd be weirder if I like didn't do what I would do with the white, if I didn't uh, behave the same way where right. I, with the black guy, cause I wanted to be yeah. accommodated to him because I feel like well, exactly. I don't want him to, right, oh God. Exactly. And then I end it's up like, where we need to be. People can be good and bad no matter what their, yeah. uh, you know, color of their skin is anyway, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to talk to every person I have an interaction, you know, run into on <laughs> Fairfax. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, yes. uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> Oh God! You're ready well, to was, change the world. There was an interesting thing with Sarah Silverman that, like, there was the guy that, like, on Twitter that was kind of harassing her and calling her a cunt. Yeah, and so she, she was um, like, 
she uh, responded to him and they ended up having like a long conversation and she's like, I could tell you're probably just in pain from something else. And they kind of like went through it and he was, I think addicted to painkillers because he had all this like surgery stuff and just like was having like a really bad life. And then she kind of reached out to people to help him. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. everybody just has like weird pain that comes out in odd ways and you want to put it on the other person but really, it's like, eh, everybody's kind of suffering. Right? Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, it was really cool of her to, like, yeah, reach out to him. And then she put out, like, this blast on Twitter, like, whoever's in this area that can offer this man's services, da-da-da-da-da. Jesus, can Sarah Silverman do no wrong? I know. I mean, yeah, she's, she's like, like, really winning she's really right now. She's stepping it up. I, I love that, I love how many people are stepping up for the world, Um David Letterman seems to be doing that too. What's he doing? Well, he did this whole series on Funny or Die with Al Franken to sign kind of it called um, the frog in the what is it? The boiling water frog. I don't remember what the like um, turn of phrase is, but he did this whole thing about the environment with Al Franken to like sort of clear up um, any misunderstandings about climate change that might people have. Oh, wow. And then and then he had Obama on his he's doing this new talk show. Uh, David Letterman is? Yeah, yeah on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. What? He's doing a new talk show and his first guest was Obama and they did this long like tribute um to the guy that walked what's the guy's name that walked across the bridge uh in Selma? I can't remember his name, but they did this long tribute to him and Letterman's just been having this like I thought you were talking about like Martin Luther King Jr. I'm like, uh Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's I don't, going well, what's on. What's this guy? Like, Who's this guy? He, no, it was a guy that was anyway. associated with MLK, uh. and, but he's still alive today, and he's in—he's uh, like a senator or something. Anyway, I, I'm so under. Oh, Lewis, um, John Lewis? No, uh, my crap. Yeah. Anyway. Google, it. Google it, listeners. Google it. Google, he's ever wonderful. Heard of the World Wide Web? He's. Ugh, that story was great but yeah letterman's having this awakening of like i fucked up like i was not part of the civil rights movement mm. i was wow. like going to the bahamas and drinking because i was like a dumb kid who just wanted to like get laid and he's yeah. like i'm i'm stepping up now so well that's, that's cool. i just didn't even know it's kind of like what chelsea handler did but i think it's so interesting how i just didn't even know uh david letterman was gonna do another talk show yeah, yeah. i was like is he I'm retiring or not still got the beard Oh God, that beard's got to go. I don't like I beards. I don't like beards. I don't like anal sex, by the way. So what? Oh I was, wow, I was nice. Very happy. Very of happy. Course. When I don't, you don't like to use the word fart. I know. I don't like any of this stuff. So when you're, because uh, yeah, I was listening uh, to the to Dan on uh, on the Char- on your on Charles, Rogers, Charles episode, Rogers episode, I was like, yeah, Dan's the the way to be. I, uh, nice. <laughs> Dan is like, Sweet. you're just uh, you are. I, I can't explain it. I'm pretty straight. <laughs> Forward on the Kinsey scale, is that what it's called? The Kinsey, no, it's like everything on my manifestation I'm like list. Straight. No disrespect to you, I'm like, oh, but no. he's my expander. To oh no, me. I'm glad. I'm pretty straight. I, you're before. straight. What do you I mean, like, pretty like straight? The, so straight. You're not pretty straight. You're like I'm very straight. straight. You're like yeah. you're like straight. you seem like monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, traditional monogamous heterosexual straight man. Straight man. Yeah. Great. I like yeah. it. It gives me hope that I might be able to find that. I've done oh, all the nice. weird things. So he's yeah. an example that like that man exists. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, that's true. I'd say, I'd say that there's like, I mean, the majority of men, uh, not that, you know, I, <laughs> you know, a touch of the buy is like definitely something I would put on my list of things I like. But the fact that you came without that is fine. Oh, but I'm thanks. saying that Thank most God. dudes have this like weird. Ah, 
like just playboy thing that you don't Thank have. God, Dan. That oh, is yeah. like amazing. That is so hard for women to find. Where are the other mm. dudes? Is there, there yeah, where are the right, other Dan? I mean, I'm not, yeah. is this disrespectful to you? I'm just complimenting your husband. Is this okay? No, this is great. Okay. I'm on the other side of the scale. I'm like, ladies, worship my husband. Good. Okay, good. <laughs> nice. Because, because people think I'm wild and then they get so confused and shocked when I'm like, the most wound up like if i i've dated these tradition the, you're, yeah. you're yearning for tradition traditional because yeah so if i didn't meet a guy and he tells me he's bisexual i'm like i can't live like this not because <laughs> i not because i don't think great be bisexual and be my friend and it's tell me just, all your stories you have uncertainty about but the, yeah. if we're going to be in a thing right. and monogamous and then or and then you're looking who know who, who knows who you're looking at like yeah. you're looking every, every, everybody everybody is like uh up for grabs <laughs> no, I, I, I completely i completely understand that i can't um, i just not i can't okay well let's okay, let's shift yeah let's uh, shift to housewives but yeah. now i understand like how you have your your podcast like you just talk the whole time with people about whatever you want and now i get how you do that because it's like so easy and fun to do that oh no do you not like the podcast anymore no i love our podcast <laughs> don't doubt yourself i like having structure i was like wow yeah. they have structure yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Have cool. a very, we have a kind of a tight structure um tight buttholes tight structure yeah <laughs> tight let's structure. keep it that way yes yeah i like a nice tight butthole nice tight structure <laughs> um so i love structure that's the another store. thing the store. No, I love. Uh, no. no, I no, love like um, structure, structure in life. life. In, oh yeah, uh, regimented. Yeah, regimented. 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 A what? Routine. 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 Love Loves that routine. routine. <laughs> oh, oh, the routine. Dan plays basketball every Saturday at ten. Yes, loves that routine. I Loves love going it. into work. Yes, oh, that's going into good. work in the morning. I love going into work and clocking mm. into the office. <laughs> it's so nice when there's somewhere to be. Oh my yeah. god, it makes you go. Purpose uh, is good the, stuff. The guesswork yeah. is gone. If you're I'm not, not like, a good what guesser. What am I gonna do with my day? The guesswork really can eat me alive. <laughs> yeah. It can. I've, um, I've had some friends that are, say, actors, and their lives uh, are even more up in the air than mine is as a writer. Oh a writer, there's, you know, there's some difficult periods of anxiety between jobs. But when you have the job, it's pretty standard every day. Whereas yeah. an actor, you might go to a different location, might be different time, might be a night shoot, might yeah. be you might shoot on the weekends. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want yeah. this at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I don't like it. I'm trying to build structure into my life. It's hard to do it on your own, though. Yeah, I like someone telling me what to do. I'm I'm a soldier. I'm a peon or pawn. Yeah, you know, just move me a well, couple relax. spaces. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, not a pawn. pawn uh, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bishop. <laughs> I'm a bishop. Just You're like way too much of a wild card to be a pawn. Yeah, true? I think I'm a pawn with wild uh, card meaning like he is funny and creative and right. like needs to be free. There are certain things that I do need. Yeah. I need a little bit more freedom than I'm given as just yeah. a writer. But th- that'll come maybe. What's the worst thing about Dan? Like, what's the, what's the problem? Because you're looking pretty good, and I don't trust anxiety. What's the worst thing? Anxiety. Oh yeah, he has some yeah. anxiety. Huge issues. amounts of anxiety. Like, how right. does that manifest? I think um, <laughs> it, it, through anger and frustration and yeah. uh, difficulties, like do sitting you, still and being panic calm will and set in. Do you yeah, hit panic. Kelly? What's you that? You don't hit Kelly, do you? No, he hit? doesn't hit me. No. <laughs> This is turning yeah, into an I, with, a in, Love um, Alexi episode. In, Sorry. Pun- in, in punches? <laughs> yeah, he does punch Suck me in the jaw. Yeah, just no, punch he's lines. never hit me. Uh, he's not like one of those guys that would like throw stuff or whatever. But, you know, he'll he'll panic and, you know. Is it quick or is it like, like how do you do it? Like, is it annoying to you? And then we got to talk about her house. We got to talk Sorry. about Sorry, I don't mean to fucking. Uh, 
Yeah, it's well, it's, the, well, it's, it's, it's annoying sometimes, it, mm. but it's like something we've worked on, or we've both we both have anxiety issues, but I do too. We both are working on it because we don't want to be anxious. God, no. Oh, it's, you guys don't want to be anxious? No, got yeah. it. <laughs> I, I love it. Really, it's I good. love it. It's a really cool part of my life. I love how it keeps me up at night and then makes me wake up early. Dan okay. is furiously twisting his hair, yes, like yeah. pulling out individual <laughs> hairs. Charles Rogers does that too. Oh, I, nice. I bonded with that because we individually pluck hairs out of our body. Anyway, oh, wow. what were okay. you saying? So I'm gonna I'm gonna transition us in so um if i was talking to a friend the other night and she said that her favorite quote from housewives is nini saying oh, what did you she say she screamed at someone during a fight you're a garbage bag full of i can't remember what it was but it was like the best insult ever and like I, my friend was talking cast bouquet who's been on the show before who Cass Bouguet. Oh, you, know you meant a Real Housewives show. I no, 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 like, no. She's been on this show before. And she, um, she, yeah, her favorite was Nini in Atlanta. What is your favorite, like, okay. area of... <laughs> okay, the way you're already talking about Real Housewives... Uh, Listen. Makes me realize... I'll let I can, you know that I know some things. I can tell I don't you're know not invested. Uh-huh. You don't take it seriously. And that's why it's my job to convince you. Right. And this isn't something... Okay, you told me you did an episode where... Who was on here talking about... Um, Lang Fisher was here talking about Bachelor. Yes, and the conclusion of that, which I had already warned you about, (laughs) was that I think she knows it's bad. Yeah, you know, she needs like some garbage to watch. But sometimes it's fun to watch garbagey things. Like we, even with Abby Elliot, we watched a Hallmark movie. Yeah, she loves Hallmark Christmas movies. There's yeah Hallmark Christmas movies, but there's there's a a garbaginess to that of like making fun of it the entire time. Shitty schlock, and you kind of know what you're getting, and it's simple. You don't have to worry. But that's not how you feel about. So no, because there's so many nuances, and I don't want to like. I feel like I'm coming in hot. I'm steamrolling the podcast. I don't want to do that, but I might have to because That's I feel so intensely about it. About. Okay. Like I need you to steamroll us. But because like going back to, and I guess everything is you know, synch- you know perfect uh, because when coming, starting the podcast talking about Target and being right. like, we love Target. Yeah. It's as simple as that, right? Mm-hmm. We love Target. Yeah. There's no like, oh, no. It's, it's like, oh, I always say... Uh, when people are like, oh, Target, I go, no, no, no. I don't need to call it Target. Yeah, it's not, not ironic. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like Target. I'm, I like I'm, it. I'm okay to say Target and not mask it as Target because I'm embarrassed. Like, no, right. I fucking love it and I'll be there for, you know, three hours meandering. Yeah. So here are the nuances. And have you guys watched any Real Housewives? Yes. You I've have? I've seen it. I have tried to watch it when it was first popular. I tried to watch it on a plane. Okay. I used to one. watch it. Real I Housewives have... of Orange County was the one that I tried. Okay. And I watched. But I tried. Well, it was like there's some fun stuff here. I but but I have I just I don't know if I was in a position in my life at the time to because I feel like you need to just like let it go. Like watch a bunch of them or something. And I couldn't watch a bunch of episodes. I watched a couple of episodes and I was like, I don't know. Dan has trouble binging. He doesn't like to watch a bunch of them in a row. Yeah. He starts to be like, all right, I'm bored. But I television okay. bores me. I had yeah. Dan and I have never <laughs> video had, games. Haven't had cable yeah. TV as adults much. Like since I moved out of my parents' house, I just never got it. Yeah. But then I moved into a building for a couple of years that came with cable TV in Brooklyn, and so I watched a lot of Housewives during those two years, and I watched a lot of Beverly Hills, a lot of uh, New York. Oh, you're speaking my language. And then Jersey a little bit, and then dabbled in Atlanta um, a little bit. And so racist. Just yeah, yeah. Okay. so mm-hmm. racist. Yeah, speaking of racism, <laughs> so racist. This is how definitely the conversation didn't comes back. Connect with Atlanta, but definitely also did not connect with Orange County in the least. That's the um, whitest one too, right? And which was there another one? Uh, oh, there are all, there are a lot of them. Is there like a 
southern one or something other than Atlanta? That's Southern Charm on uh Oh, okay, never mind. Because I saw like two episodes of that. Anyway, so I think I think I told you this already, but I think when I checked out or when I was like, I'm done is when that guy killed himself. On um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the yes. husband what is Taylor, that woman's name? Think, yes, Taylor's Taylor. husband yeah. sh- or killed himself. And that was like, oh my God. And then that other man in New Jersey went to jail, which is not as bad, but still. And then now she went to jail too, right? Oh, Teresa. The woman with the low hairline. Yeah. Oh, low hairline? What's low that? Low hairline. Hairline. Uh, oh, oh, like wow. right above her eyebrows. Like, okay. Oh I wasn't God. sure if you meant like it was, she was balding. I'm just going to call out. Yeah. No, she has tons of hair. Too much hair. And too it much goes hair. All the way down there. Um, um, but well, yes, yeah, she, her husband went to jail. She went to jail. Then Taylor's husband killed himself. And Taylor just has scared the shit out of me for so long. Like, she's so thin and so. Who's Taylor? Like, she's not on the show anymore, but she was. Okay. She was on Beverly Hills. A few Hills. seasons Wait, ago. Wait, the people stay on the. It's not in different housewives every season? No, a lot of no. people stay, and then maybe they'll get a new one here and there. Um, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was like a different set. But every I was watching time. it. Get with the program, Danny. I was watching I don't know. it <laughs> when wow. Camille was still married to. Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. I knew that woman. Kyle and her sister, what's her face? Uh, Kyle and, oh, I can't remember her name, the blonde. Yes, her sister were like Hilton always sister. in shambles, which they're probably in shambles now. So what what happens on these shows? Like, what is the point of that? Well, like, let oh. her, yeah, tell yes. us your Oh, arguments. God, I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever felt more excited to be on a podcast in my life. <laughs> wow. Because this is so, like, like I'm just beaming. <laughs> yes, yeah, you seem very happy. Yeah, you're to smiling. tell us why we're uh. dead. I haven't wrong. had alcohol in 28 days, and I feel like I'm so happy to be so clear yes. for this podcast yeah. for this purpose <laughs> okay <laughs> only here's why okay so oh god so i don't know where to begin okay so there there's real there, it's a franchise right so there's right. real housewives of orange county i Those believe that was the first one so there's real houses of orange county new jersey beverly hills new york uh there's miami the very my favorite are real housewives of beverly hills new york atlanta and I've definitely gotten deep into Orange County. So but that's I've, like I've, all of them. So that's like, no, there are a lot more. Also, I love uh, in, uh, when Andy Cohen was like uh, the yes, I know programmer. Andy Cohen. He was a programmer at Bravo. He no longer does that, but he has his own. Uh, he's just a top executive there and he has his own talk show called, uh, you know, the Watch Club. What Happens Live. Watch What Happens Live inside Bravo Andy's like clubhouse. And I've I've listened to both. Andy's of clubhouse? Inside Andy's clubhouse. <laughs> inside I've, Andy's clubhouse. I've listened to both of his books. <laughs> like he has two books that he's written, like bio- autobiographies and like like journal, like a, day, a year in his life where he like writes in his diary mm-hmm. every day. Anyway, I'm such a dedicated Bravo aficionado Bravo uh, head. that I've like listened to Andy Cohen himself read aloud his books so on Audible. Like the, the, the ethos like, of Bravo. Oh, and and you just see, the okay, ethos. it's not just me. Like me convincing you guys that The Real Housewives is a, is not only addictive, but like worthwhile and not just a bunch of like uh, loser boneheads that you're like, oh, I'm watching this. Uh, like I'm watching this because these people are so desperate and gross that watching them makes me feel better about myself. That's right. not why you watch it. No, people argue uh. that that's what reality TV that's, is for. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not like that. That's why this episode of us talking about Real Housewives isn't like the conclusion you came to in the Bachelor episode uh, of your podcast, where it's like, oh, this right. is garbage. It makes me feel better about myself. These people are trash. Um, and I'm not. I can breathe. Right. Great. At least my life isn't like that. Right. I do feel that way. Uh, to a degree, a, a lot uh, intensely 
okay, I feel that way about Vanderpump Rules, right? Which is on, which is one of my but favorite those are shows. Some young ass idiots. But they're like now they're like young. 32, 33, 36. right? Because that show Vanderpump Rules. Oh, they follow them through their since well, since they were five years old. Since they're just like kidding. yeah, like like <laughs> mid mid twenties. So I'll break it down just for anybody out there who doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. I don't. I don't. So Vanderpump Rules is a spinoff show. Uh, okay, Lisa Vanderpump, who's one of my favorite Real Housewives, I know and of her. I, you do love her? No, I know of her. Okay, I'm, I'm like really, I'm like Beverly projecting. Love her? Yeah. I'm like she you love Beverly please, Hills cast somebody, member. <laughs> somebody, please love them. Oh, and even Camille Paglia. They're two like intense, wonderful feminists. Uh, one of them loves the Real Housewives as a movement, and the other one, I think Gloria Steinem doesn't like Real Housewives. Gloria, Gloria, Gloria Steinem? Steinem would not like but the Real Housewives. Camille pa- Paglia, Paglia, Paglia. She loves them. Here's the deal: if you look at all the Real Housewives, and we're not talking about Vanderpump, uh, which I'll get to. Uh, all the real housewives are and they've they've learned to take the show, use it for a platform like for lack of a better word, to become to amplify their lives to to be business women right. to and they're all badasses in their own right to begin with. They're all like they've got their writers already, they own restaurants, they're they're just business women already and they're older, they're in their 40s, their 50s, their 60s and you look at these women and it's just kind of interesting because it really does follow their life. I really don't think that, you know, if, if, if a guy is committing suicide, it's not like that was part of like, a, it wasn't a planted story point or something like, oh, can you commit suicide? It's, not, it's like, they're really. <laughs> no, sure. I understand that. Season this is, seven, I will kill myself. Yeah, right. they're, they're really like, I believe maybe I'm totally naive, but this is really their life. And these women, I mean, I love Bethany Frankel. I love Bethany Frankel. Uh, this is Real Housewives of New York. Yes. I love Carol Radziwell, uh, who's a writer and, and it's a badass, smart kind of interesting strong woman that's bethany's best friend they're they're both on real housewives of uh, oh my god this is so i feel so exposed right now but whatever i am proud of this but good bethany and carol are both my favorite characters on they're people on they're not care they're on real housewives, housewives of new york right then there's lisa vanderpump uh is on real housewives of beverly hills and really lisa and her husband ken madly in love have a great partnership traditional traditional and who knows four dogs they have a million dogs one of them or something buffy puffy Puffy? oh i don't know oh i don't know i love that you're zeroing in on details and i'm like i'm talking the macro okay we're talking macro we're gonna go micro we're talking there's like a stepping stone or a jumping off point a jumping off point and then we'll go micro i mean so lisa and ken are like they're madly in love there's and uh they have this palatial estate so it's glamorous to look and have this like voyeuristic uh, whatever uh, glance into their yeah. their world, but they are business people. They own so many restaurants. They own like uh, and Vanderpump Rules is a spinoff show. Is Lisa Vanderpump's spinoff show where you go into the life of all these servers at one of her restaurants called Sir, which stands for Special Unique Restaurant. Which oh is, yeah, which <laughs> is on which is on Robertson. It's in Los Angeles. I've been there. It's on Special Unique. It's restaurant. so dumb. But and then you have all these boneheads who work for Lisa. That's so, so then, funny. so Lisa's on. She's like uh, the sir. She she yeah. You see, she's on that show, and then you go into all the lives of all the bonehead like you know model actresses or whatever. Who are all, all their servers? Drama, who are all mm-hmm. servers at, at Sir? But she also owns a restaurant called uh, Villa Blanca in Beverly Hills, which I've actually been to. Weirdly. Are they good? The restaurants? Uh, I don't think I don't think Sir is great, <laughs> but it's Sir is like it's on Robertson and Melrose, and it's. I'm always walking past it, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but uh, 
so no i have friends that love vanderpump rules and i've seen i saw that show below deck oh that's another good that feels similar to vanderpump right i like below deck yes because you're going into the it's about uh boats a boat a really lovely boat that people charter that are on like a yacht like a staff that are on a yacht that like another drama episodes i saw were like what are yachts they're just big boats. It's a big boat. <laughs> People are like, got a yacht, but it's like, what is it? It's just it's like a big, big yacht. It's, it's a like big a nice boat. boat. Yeah, we gotta a get a yacht. It's, it's, we've suddenly changed from boat to yacht at some point. I don't know where. And is what's a, what is so <laughs> what desirable is yacht? about yachts that uh, like rich people love yachts? I mean, because they're beautiful. You're you're tended to. You're you waited on hand and foot. While oh. out in the water. People are making you meals. Is that you're the out in the middle. between a boat and a yacht? Is that Probably. you're being pampered? Getting I think staff. so. Well, I think a, a boat, if you charter, is, these are yachts that people are chartering, right? Or yes, boats. I believe it was yachts. Or private yachts. So then you're like out and you're going to like all these beautiful exotic places and you're just in the middle of the ocean or whatever and you're being pampered and everything's served. I guess I could see liking that. Yeah. How is that not great? No, yeah. Boats, boats being, actually, they scare me. Yeah, that's why. It's like, I could see being in the o- middle of the ocean and be like, I hate this. This is horrifying. Yeah, you can jump off the boat and go swimming though. That's cool. <laughs> it's cold though. Turn probably. the engine off. Yeah, sure. Turn that engine off. Be careful. Put a wetsuit on. Yeah. Put a wetsuit on. Did you we did that do? when we went to, we were in Thailand and we went that like whole day uh, snorkeling trip. That was insane. And it was we went to so many islands. And they just you like did? Yeah, yeah, they just would like boat us out to so- an island. They'd be like, "All right, like go in, like have fun, snorkel, <laughs> well, jump off." What yeah, was this? Jump off Thailand. the boat. Oh, and you just rent a boat? No, no, no. We like we paid did to like be a tour. A yeah. We did like a snorkeling tour or an island tour. tour. And they would just take snorkel. us to different islands and yeah. they'd be like, "All right, we'll we'll like, hang out here for a while." Yeah, that sounds nice. And yeah, then they fun. served us a full like crazy Thai meal, like just put out all these like hot oh my plates. God. I'm always insane. afraid of Thailand because I always am like, that's where men go to fuck little boys. Yeah, I, I think always they get do. So scared. It's for sure that that's they do the, that. The cons of Thailand. It so. is. Yeah. They do. Is that true? There's, there's definitely pros, a few. Yeah. There's like God. some sex trade stuff that's really ugly. We tried to nurture the non-sex trade stuff. Like, but we couldn't help it. We yeah. ended up in the middle Ooh, yeah, of the sex trade. Yeah, we ended up fucking all these little boys. You guys. We didn't. We didn't fuck anyone there except for each other. And it was great. Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah. So... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, We're, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to hard so sell Van, anybody. Go back to Vanderpump. Well, I'm just trying to get to know, because <laughs> oh. this is such a, it's such a wide uh, network of like oh. shows and people. Okay, so let's zero in on the top three yeah. and not Vanderpump, because Vanderpump is, we'll put that in the category of like watching these people, because it's like watching a car crash being like, oh. And also more so than just the people, what I'm curious about is what, like how you feel watching it. Oh. And also how many, like, it seems like you've watched a lot of it. Well, let's say. You're a pro. Let's go in. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. There's top faves. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of Housewives of Atlanta, of Atlanta. Okay, so for the most part, they are all the same cast members. Like, just think of these as like it's they're not scripted; they're they're reality shows. But you get invested in these characters, and for the right. most part, like we zero in on New York. You've got some of the women. I don't know what season they're in on, uh, like season ten of New York, and some of the the girls on the show have been there since season one right. and you've 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 gotten to know them you've watched their marriages dissolve which is like a byproduct of being it seems like on a reality show like real housewives because it's just i think it's too much attention well, on a relationship on the, yeah and on the note of of empowering women I, I don't know if i'm completely out of line here but it does seem like a lot of these women their husbands were the breadwinners then once they broke off and had their own businesses dudes were like 
uh, this isn't what I fucking signed up for. For sure. I definitely don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want my wife being like in an accomplished businesswoman. Like mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. So that might be why a lot of these relationships dissolve. Yeah. It's completely yeah. right. Yeah. And Taylor was, again, What's Taylor just fucking broke my heart because it seemed like she Who, could Taylor? never. Taylor was this girl that was always very thin, like. Oh, yeah. And yeah. looked on in shambles and her husband commits suicide. Got so, yeah, it, got Taylor it. was so one of she oh, seemed, Beverly Hills. She seemed to be one of the ones in Beverly Hills that wasn't ever keeping up with the other girls who were like kind of entrepreneurs. Like she was like, I've got a charity and like couldn't quite make it or something. And her husband was like, I hate this show. I hate you. You know, like, please put more shit in your lips. And then like it all fell apart. And so that was just really depressing for what, me to watch. I feel like he if I remember this right from whatever I read, like he, I think there's was, was already an abusive relationship. Right. Clearly she married this guy. I mean, like she's insecure. She, was like she has some all this small sh- town cheerleader that like, well, yeah. she's this hot babe. Right. Wants a great lifestyle. Marries this guy who looks like a fucking troll. Yeah, right. Who's gnarly. Man. Disgusting. She's gorgeous, but she doesn't, feel enough i i think right because she's so she pumps so those much lips up. pumps those lips up so much fucking injectable shit in her face like mm-hmm. uh and she's fucking like you watch these women on these shows and you go oh my god like she wants this lifestyle so much she has a willingness to like she's mm-hmm. not, to have sex with this guy that then yeah. marry this guy it's just so so gross but yeah she was an example of not and the greatest a shadow side yeah well that, that's to... what i think i see when i Watch all you of see them. All we'll see the shows is yeah. is is the like jokey caddy fighting you know right. infighting of right. the group yeah and then the the plastic surgery these people are like dopes yeah you know like that's having only seen a few of them that's the impression I get of what the show is yeah is is so is that is that part of it at all well, like a little bit well or? even on oh well that is definitely part of it mm-hmm. but I guess when you get connected to the show and you commit to the show you find out who you're who you respond to and like you see like i don't know lisa vanderbump to me i really believe she loves her husband ken and they've got a really nice partnership and i go uh oh and another thing is real quick before i forget this because i'm trying to get dropped into this topic but uh i think it's sometimes nice to see women in their 40s 50s older whatever they're sexy they're they're in you they're so excited about life still they're they're doing things and it makes you realize like as a maybe a woman in her 20s 30s whatever you go oh life doesn't stop happening like right. you, yeah. you see we never see women that age yeah. on tv yeah. and movies it's an example of these women who are like strong women who have been through a lot of shit who have had husbands commit suicide or been cheated on by kelsey Grammer or had or like <laughs> just so or, sexy yes who's just Ugh. so sexy Ugh. when he falls off the stage oh god Still one of my favorite youtube videos oh of all yeah time. oh god yeah. karma oh! but uh the best but yeah you just like see these women and, and whatever they're going through it's like we've, we've all gone through we're all like have our own problems and these women of course have their own everybody does like but uh i don't know it's just nice to see examples of women who are like that's uh, true they're not being put out to pasture at 40 yeah they're They're being given new uh opportunities well i think i have watched this from like a misogynistic point of view right oh boy like the me too um, a little internalized sexism yes and but like and i think again i think the uh the way a lot of the world sees the show is like look at these like dumb old bitches yeah kind of and I trying to be relevant. Yeah. Like that's, I think, I think how I was Who watching it. They've got of like, problems. Like yeah. look at this. Cause well, one thing I was going to bring up too is 
the um, judgment of against people who have plastic surgery mm-hmm. is kind of a weird thing that I, I know I have the uh, internalized sexism against that. What is yeah. that? What does that look I think, like? I think I think it's that you judge people who have done it. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's very easy to. And that's to be the, like, oh, you poor thing. The common thing to do is like, look at this, like, like ugly idiot who yeah. like fucked up their face and paid a ton How of money crazy, to do they're it. So, they're so yeah. crazy and stupid. Yeah. yeah. You know, when it's like, well, we don't really know. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm. I'm using extreme language. I'm not actually. I, I get saying it. Those things, but that is, I think, the feeling <laughs> yes. of someone who has gotten plastic surgery. You're like, wow, how stupid can you be? You fucked up your face. Yeah. And you know, we don't know. I don't know. I think that's gonna like that will be something that changes maybe over time. Is the yeah. Um, different way we look at people who have had plastic surgery. Well, I guess I look at it in two different ways. The women on the show who. The women on the show. That I don't think I'm really naive to it, even though I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I'm uh, people will have shit done to their face, and you I won't even know. notice it. I right. don't even know. But let's say there's a girl on on a housewife show, and she looks relatively natural. You know, I'm like, oh, that's that's inspiring. She's 50 years old, and she's aging gracefully, and she looks great. And she just does uh, maybe some laser, but she doesn't get fillers or hasn't had her face cut open, and that's great. Or she just takes good care of her skin, or she steams, or whatever the fuck. I'm like. That that's the way to do it as you get older, and I'm inspired by that. And then if I see a woman with like the crazy, you know, uh, Juvederm or Restylane or injections or lip injections, what I see before I go, what a fucking idiot piece of shit, like lameo. <laughs> I go, whoa, like what's going on inside of her? Like right. she's, yeah, but like her heart, like she doesn't feel enough, or like I have compassion right. for her because she must be so hurting or so insecure and not feel enough that she's trying to right. externalize taking care of herself. It just makes me want to give her a hug, you know? Yeah. Right. Because I don't that's think a real I've thing. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. Well, start thinking of it yeah, like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm taking you down, Dan. Yeah. yeah. My my hope is that not that society will be more like, oh, I love that she has plastic surgery. Yeah. My that's hope. They have, that's yeah. But, but my hope is is that less women feel the need because well, that, that's I'm good. I'm never gonna hop on that ba- bandwagon. I'm never gonna be like, love that you're getting plastic oh, surgery. Yeah. I don't think we're saying I that. Definitely yeah. no. feel like it means something's missing. But I think oh, compassion yeah. for and people soci- who have it. Yes. Yeah. Compassion for people that have it, and then society's uh, no, that's societal right. norms just giving it a fucking rest. You know about about how a woman's supposed to look. Oh, for sure. You like, know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm with let's you. Look like, at let's look at aging. Let's stare it in the face and let's embrace it. I mean, society the real thing is though when you are a woman though we're women Mm -hmm. like it is a real thing where it's like let's say wake up in the morning and you're not rested enough and your smile lines are are like deeper than another day and you're you look tired and you go you look great, Dan. Oh, the wow. world wa- wants you to win. You're great. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. I was going to say, though, but my, you're I fantastic. see it when I smile. I'm like, like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's different. But for women, it's like, so yeah, that's why. Yeah, people are staring. Feels or like. it's like, you know, you lo- there's like this subtle loss of power. And right. then a younger girl walks in with this dewy, nubile skin. And, and you're the like, head's fuck. turned to her. Or all of a sudden, you're, you're light or you're shine. It's just a subtle, quiet thing that only women can notice, which is why like you have those pangs of as smart and aware as you are. You know, and all of like, all of our girlfriends. Wanting to go back. But all of get our girlfriends. some time back. Well, like, just like, oh, well, maybe if I do it really subtle or just right. a little bit to help. Because you have those moments. That's a real thing. You have moments of insecurities as a woman. And we're only friends with like the smartest, most self-aware yeah. women who don't even identify with their beauty, but we're all beautiful. Right. But I feel like all of our friends like identify with their brain first and their talent. Like, you know, like Bridie, Abby, like I'm, I'm just like listing mutual people we know yeah. that are like gorgeous girls. You are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I think I'm good looking. Mm-hmm. But I have never like, but we all have brains. <laughs> you know what I, but I mean? Like 
so as and we're so this is a different kind of woman who isn't even thinking her only um uh, the only thing she has to offer the world is beauty right you know that you have a brain and a sense of humor and drive and and talent yeah and yet beauty still matters when oh, you look yeah. at yourself in the mirror you know we buy i mean we buy makeup you you, you don't want to look you want to have the best shot so it's like i i do understand like i don't know what's going to happen if i'm going to get to a point where like in two years or in a few months on my next birthday if i go should i get is it really preventative maybe juvederm injections is they say it's preventative should i just do a tiny little bit then nobody will notice if i get it done really subtle should i get botox no no don't fuck with your face age gracefully to be the example for the future because you don't know how all this shit is gonna look in 20 years and so there are all these things at play where it's like right so i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to be compassionate with girls kooky crazy faces but at the same time i don't look at crazy kooky faces on these housewife show and go i'm cool with it i go that's not what i want but i have lots of love for her but i've learned from her kooky face and i'm gonna try it a different way and uh and hopefully like you and i are doing these uh kelly and i are doing these like can I say at least yeah, Lacey, of course. these Lacey Phillips workshops? Yeah. Like I've heard of them. It's like the self-help thing free and, and native. on freenative.com. And, and I talked to her on my podcast and how she said, cause she cares about her skin and, and mm-hmm. we're all like doing like microcurrent therapy and mm-hmm. on our face, so anything you can help that isn't invasive, maybe to stay fresh. Cause that shit matters. But if you can take a look at yourself and first internally, like psychologically, and then find out like, why you're doing, yeah, it. yeah. What, what is this? Yeah. What are you trying to fix? And then yeah. if you, and then after you look at all that, yeah, then if you still want to do it, yeah, fucking do whatever the fuck you want. Something I don't know. Interesting through that, like whole process is that I've learned that I do have, I do have like a self-worth issue as far as brains go. I have like, cause I was, you know, just growing up told, you know, that you're like a pretty little girl and da, 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 da. And so for a very long time, I did think that my worth was in my physical appearance. So yeah. So it's been, it's been an interesting discovery to be like, I don't value myself enough for my brain. Like I didn't realize that it's like where a a lot of my self-conscious comes from is like, am I smart enough? Am I doing this enough? Can I do this work? Um, so that's interesting. It, it's it. I, I would love to like. I would love for the housewives ladies to like do these workshops and figure out what they're what's going on. Like, I wonder what these women's shadow sides are and if they're aware of them. Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like some of them have their life together. Though I feel like if yes. you look at Kyle no, I, Richards, I agree. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kyle seems to be doing well. I'm ex- I'm really curious Kyle, about we the gotta American woman. Yes, we can't just leave this. Yeah. Kyle has very just... thick, gorgeous hair. Like she We're just only we can't just talk about the women in terms of their hair. Okay, yeah. Kyle <laughs> Richards okay. is um her niece is Paris Hilton, right? Her I get, sister, oh, I forgot about that. So Kyle Richards and her blonde sister who has an addiction problem, they're sisters. And then their other sister is like Kathy Hilton, who is Paris Hilton's mom. Mom. Mm. So, so their so niece is They're Paris. like related to the Hilton. And are all these people, the Real Housewives, are are they all like old money rich or like No, they're all them, different. It's all different. It's all okay. different. Yeah. And, and there, you'll see that come out where it's like, oh, she's new. You know, you'll see little judgments, micro judgments. Going yeah. On. And what do you think about that stuff? The like little, because like, again, the, my big picture uh, idea of the show is that there's lots of little fights. They're always fighting each other. They are. There's a lot of like dumb catty, dumb yeah. drama, and then they'll 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 forgive one another. Two women will forgive each other, but then in the confessional, they'll they'll talk. Sh- they'll continue to talk shit, and yeah. you're like, if you want to squash the beef, then stop talking shit in the right. confessional. But the, but okay, so Kyle Richards is a happy housewife. Has been married a few times. Now she has this husband named Mauricio. Now Mauricio is is this husband who he's 
first of all, he's gorgeous. He has like a real estate company or something. And he's really smart because this is what a smart real housewife's husband will do when his wife is on a show. He wears a baseball cap with the name of his company on it. So it's like free advertising. <laughs> That's funny. And Mauricio is flourishing. Also, he's fucking gorgeous. And, uh, and now Kyle, his wife, has she's flourishing. Her kids are getting older and she's worked up the internal self-worth and courage and become braver to sell a show based on her her family like her being a child actress and her kind of story american girl or american woman american woman jen bartels is on it oh wow and alicia silverstone and mina suvari no 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 yes it is mina so that's her show so you kind of so you kind of get a behind the scenes look at like kyle coming into her own and like that's again it's like another thing where you go i'm very curious about it because i've like never known much about kyle like i remember when i was watching the show it was kyle was on it lisa was on it um Camille Taylor were the like main ones I can't remember who else but I definitely looked up all of them like what they did as younger women who they were and I was so intrigued I was like they have these like old Hollywood lives yeah they're all like model Lisa actresses was, like, Lisa uh, Vanderpump was like an actress in silk sheets or something and she was silk like a stockings. Vid- silk stockings oh and she was like a video vixen and this is like badass kind of like Kelly LeBrock kind of she vibe was so like sexy hot, hot. So I mean she, she still is but she, met she this was like <laughs> terrifying she, 80s girl so hot. fucking hot yeah. and then you kind of see these women come into their skin and like let's say Camille um, Grammer right so mm-hmm. she's dating you see you meet her uh, when she's initially on Real Housewives, she's no longer on the show. Well, she's on the show, but she comes in like guest starring kind of. She'll pop in because they're all actually friends and they'll put them out, whatever. So you meet Camille Grammer and you just can see as an audience member, you, you know more than she does or you can see more than she probably thinks she's right. uh, she's giving away. She is a hot, slender, aging uh wife that's her whole life is Kelsey Grammer right and in a way I feel like he got her on the show so he could have her be busy so he could go cheat on her yeah then that all blows up in her face and she finds out he's cheating you meet and and they get a divorce like it's all kind of unfolding her life changes as she's on the show and then and then she has to rebuild herself come back into her skin and and kind of you just watch her morph and get kinder and realize wow like who am I now and life goes on and what am I up to I mean that's an example of her but it happens with a lot of the the Mm -hmm. ladies where it's like Ramona from Real Housewives of New York she had her entire her husband cheats on her Uh, I forgot what his name is but and then she's she just picks herself up and she she goes oh wow my whole life was dedicated to this guy and then I had got a sense of an identity and I was thriving on the show and being becoming my own person and she was always a businesswoman but then you see like life goes on she's okay it didn't kill her he's off she gets a divorce and now she's dating and she's in her 50s and you get you see what that looks like and it, and it's not really embarrassing because it is what it is if you're lucky enough to get to that age and wow. it's just kind of inspiring to see these people as ridiculous and irritating so the show as they might be rejuvenated her eventually it does and it's like you just watch these women like they're dealing with aging they're dealing with being relevant they're dealing with falling in love and and friendship and and the caddy friendship weirdness like nuances of female friendships uh never stop being like high school yeah you know and it's still like this with these 50 year old women it's interesting and it's, it's just so fun, fun and the women are aren't dumb like some of them are irritating and annoying and meaner than others but yeah. others are just like you go oh that's my person i identify with her and then you get hooked in and and then that's what they hook you in and that's why you commit to these women and there's another one on real housewives of beverly hills erica giraldi i think that's her last name she's on real housewives of beverly hills now she you could totally just, she could be set up to be made fun of completely and judged. She is 
probably 40 something blonde bombshell vixen is kind of like doing like kind of like a uh, just a, a singer, like a performer, like a not pussycat doll kind of vibe, but she's like a, an intense Lady Gaga-esque kind of performer, like not as successful as Lady Gaga. But And her husband is like a million years old and like he is on the precipice of death. And, and she met him cocktail waitressing like years and years and years ago, a single mom. She meets this guy who's like an entertainment lawyer or whatever the fuck he does. And he's madly in love with her. And when you see them together, you can tell she loves him. She just loves him. They look so wrong for each other. It just looks like she's so hot and so much younger than him. And you can tell it's a daddy issue or whatever the shadow aspect of it is. But he just adores her and she is free to be her. And she treats him so well with such respect. And, you know, he made her life better and she probably needed him so much to raise her child and and had nothing. And because of him and his love and her and like. But if you just saw a picture of them, you'd be like, oh, disgusting. Like she's like money. She wanted his money and she probably hit whatever. But it's so interesting. It's just so to interesting. See all the different relationships that can exist within that world. And she's real too. And you just meet these people and like these funny kooky lives. And again, it's like this voyeuristic thing where it's like, oh, wow. And then some people are like fucked up. Like there's a character named Dorit and her husband and they seem to like each other, but she's got some false like weird accent that's not real because her husband's <laughs> English and she's not. And it's just all weird. She's kind of Dorit. a dick. She's a shit talker. She's like really irritating, but I'm sure I'll learn to love her because we're all mm. weird people in general. But yeah, some people you can just feel their like authenticity and you go, wow, I get it. And they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're unapologetic and they're totally themselves and they're being honest and she loves her ugly troll husband and he loves her and that's all that matters because I'm not fucking him. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's so interesting. And then other people you're like, oh, no wonder the dude on an earlier season of Beverly Hills killed himself. He was horrible and physically abusive to his right. like a, like frail wife. frail wife who had an eating disorder because yeah. she wasn't looking at her life and the choices she's making. And that's why she's trying to tether herself to a man who can make her life better because she wants a nice lifestyle. But at what cost? Her soul, wow. her purpose. Like So you're like witnessing all of this and it's just, it's interesting on so many levels. I don't know. I think they're smart women. And wow. also, and as the franchise has progressed, I told you I was really passionate about this show. Yeah, like, wow. Oh God. As the franchise, <laughs> as the franchise has progressed, like, and I even, I've loved the show so much. I even have a complete willingness to like, I would love to be a cast member on this show. Like wow. if I were in my mid forties, like forties, mid forties, definitely fifties, I would love oh my god if anybody's listening who can make that happen yeah I, you've and, mentioned it before on the, your podcast uh, where you're like you want to do like a real housewives of silver lake or something or, or you know what even if i could get a, i think that would never happen or west hollywood i think that they wouldn't do that probably because beverly hills is too close to west hollywood but if i like and i'm in beverly hills enough i would completely like love if they because sometimes if a cast member is stale, like stale and boring like there are two weird ones who like did not work and they're so boring and useless they they they'll try out women on the show to fill in like if a woman wants to leave or if a woman becomes too unlikable, they'll plop people in. And then if they don't work, they, they <laughs> rotate. Unlikable. And then like, and then, and then certain cross the line. It's true. And then some new girls will stick. So if they ever need a new girl for, for a breath of fresh air to like reinvigorate the show, which is what they have to do to keep, you know, introduce new characters and get rid of like the old baggage. But, uh, Oh God, what the fuck? What was I going to say? Oh, as the franchise has progressed, um, people are more savvy with it. They know to you, the platform is so huge, so valuable that like Bethany Frankel, like she created the skinny girl margarita Mm -hmm. on the show. Yeah. Like she was broke. And then now it's at like all grocery stores. Like she's like a billionaire mogul. And, and so 
two things to unpack. Skinny girl. Ugh. She was, but I it's like, name so much. I love it. I love it. It's easy. It's pop culture. It's digestible. But she was on the show having a cocktail with a girlfriend in New York and like, and ask the bartender like, oh, can you make it like this? Like these ingredients. It's like a skinny girl margarita thing. And it's just to make it with less calories for right. And, and then she sold that thing and it's wow. turned into this whole thing. And then she left the show for a bit, but she came back on and she had her spinoff and now she's back because that's that show made her. She started not married, living in an apartment that looks, sh- you know, shittier than my apartment. I have a nice apartment, but like yeah. I'm fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. She was like in a one bedroom apartment with a guy who didn't love her as much as she wanted him to, who didn't, you could tell he didn't like being around the filming and you could see he was not as invested in her as, as she wanted him oh, to be. That's what I was watching. Yeah. So they, and then they had like a spinoff show or something, right? Oh no, that was the actual guy she had, got married later. to that and was had a baby with. But okay. the season like pilot episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills so many years ago, she lived in an apartment. She had no job. She was selling handmade cookies, vegan cookies at whole or like at whole foods and farmer's markets. You guys were just at the farmer's market. Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. walking up to a stand where you, you know, you would have met a Bethany Frankel selling handmade cookies. She made in her shitty yeah. one member apartment. So she wasn't even a housewife. She was. And so the fact that you could see her, she was so desperate to make it. She had yeah. been on like Martha Stewart show being in a reality show, like just trying to be good at something. She was an actress, you know, like we all were a long time ago. Cause everybody thinks you start off. You, you, I don't know. Yeah. So, and like now, and, and now, like, if, if you were to be on the show now, <laughs> if you're smart about it, you go, like, if I were on the show, I'd be like, I got my podcast. It's called this. And it's like, and then I'm making this. So you use it to talk about You'd everything you're up to. You're the first podcasting housewife. I should, you yes. Feel like, you know, like, and you, and you talk about what you're doing and, and then it, and then your business can grow because you, it's, it's being advertised to all these people. So yeah. then you got your private life, your personal life, your feelings, your female friendships and your entrepreneurial and your entrepreneurial and you build and you build and you hustle and you make the show work for you because it is, it's because I, Oh my God, Bravo. It's just so fun and camp and silly and, and so, um, loving towards like, uh, gay people and transgender. Yeah, Bravo and like, has a very crazy. heavy gay like yeah. vibe. It's crazy how popular it Andy, is probably. considering how, unpopular it is to be gay yes <laughs> you know and how is it unpopular people... to be gay well i think people in not ge- in our culture yeah, but not you in know our culture, what I mean. but in general in general people have issues with homosexuality but yeah. bravo for the past 10 years or maybe even more has been hugely successful yeah yes. so there's some weird yeah something's not adding t- up where yeah. it's everybody's like everybody's gay and they're just lying about it well that's okay. kind of right it's like people <laughs> like it and are interested in it or certainly interested in the culture yeah and but they you know who know because it we can't the people in Los Angeles and New York can't be the only people watching Bravo it's got to be popular everywhere well, because My women outnumber it. don't women right. outnumber men don't women buy and consume more than men and women are watching the show Probably. and men are forced to watch a show if they want right, to fuck right. a woman or whatever and yeah uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if more men watch it than would like to admit that they watch it oh wow that's a good point or just watch Bravo in general I wonder. We gotta do I wonder. Study. I don't know, but it's like this. This network has become like a behemoth. Yeah. That was, you know, at one point, like I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Well, that franchise, yeah, Orange County, is what started everything. And right. then you know, and then Andy Cohen is like the super fanboy, like face of the network, and he's right. starting, you know, he loved loves share and pop culture and and these women because like I think he looked to these women as like a woman he would want, you know, these like bold personalities with mm-hmm. big hair and and yeah. you know like and. You know, so it's like women and gay men, and that's right. That's my favorite. It's, it's so, it's so <laughs> yeah. interesting that because, like, thinking about, I don't know much about Andy Cohen either, but I think 
I have the perspective that I have had about all of this stuff, which was like, okay, it's just like old women with plastic surgery fighting each other in their meat, and that's it, and it's dumb. That that it's it's, and that the the reality TV show producers are also you you I think of them as bad people. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the image in my mind of like they're just exploiting shitty people, but it maybe isn't it. Sounds like it's more complicated than that. Well, sometimes another two things. Let's unpack this too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like with the Bachelor show, I believe that that show Unreal is was is was created by a producer of the Bachelor, and that show Unreal, which I think is available on like Amazon or whatever, is a scripted show yeah. about the behind the scenes of like what the producers have to do to have storylines go on and right. they do these fucked up horrible things. I don't know what happens on Real Housewives, but actually, I was talking to a Lyft driver who was a producer for reality for a Bravo reality show in New York or something and knew all about the Atlanta stuff. And I've also heard this from some, another place about Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin from Real Housewives of New York was no longer on the show, but her husband Bobby just died, so RIP Bobby. But anyway. <gasps> I remember like, Jill. I love Jill Zarin. She had a big falling out with Bethany. Jill Zarin tried to plant a... Like a, a tried to propose a storyline to Andy Cohen that wasn't real where she was going to be mean to Bethany kind of based on nothing just to like throw just to make drama on the show and Andy was like don't do that I don't don't I don't advise that don't do that um she did it it ended with like Jill getting kicked off the show I don't feel like the things they do for the bachelor are as evil and diabolical as Mm -hmm. as uh they don't do that on on Real Housewives but and then also that happened on Real Housewives of Atlanta where like Phaedra, one of the characters, Phaedra, made up, I think my stomach crawling, made up some story, <laughs> made up some totally false story about like Candy having a sex dungeon and being into, and being bisexual or whatever. Just made up this totally fake thing. I mean, maybe it is real, but the fake thing. And she ended up getting kicked off the show as well mm. because she was just she was trying to throw in some real fake thing just to start drama. And I don't mm. I don't think they they do that. It seems more like might not need to. Maybe it's more it's more vanilla. Or, and yeah. yeah, they're not hey, trying to regular. go for it. Yeah, regular and vanilla. Just baby. regular, regular old. Well, um, yep. I feel like we have gotten tons of information. You got the download. The I think oh I've said God. it all. I think you said it all. And I personally am interested in watching some yeah. of it. It seems like your main argument was that that this is this has become a platform for women to grow. And like, older women, especially older women, especially. Older, I mean, listen to shine. Man, to Kelly's grow. gonna get older. What are you gonna no, do? Throw no. her to the curb? Yeah, Throw her to the she's curb? gonna be an old yeah. saggy bitch. Yeah. Oh God! In the morning, I started getting this thing where don't point it out. Like this. Oh. And so then I have a cleavage wrinkle. Oh that my I've God! Seen on older women, you gotta sleep on your back. I know. I'm like, I can't. I have do to it. be open hearted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a bunch of tips for that too. Also, if you floss, <laughs> never go like this when you floss. You'll get that. You have to be really relaxed. Relax when you oh. floss, or else you start getting creases. Like- you can't. Don't do that. And also, always wear sunglasses. Yeah. Oh my God. Never not be outside without sunglasses. Anyway, I think that was like a double negative. Okay. Here's <laughs> the takeaway: we're all just people living our lives. An interesting story to, you know, where, where you see, uh, where you identify with the character, or you feel less alone. That's always interesting, right? Platform for women, business women. Uh, people just keep getting older. If you're lucky, if we're lucky, we get older. Isn't it nice to see examples of women who are still feeling vital and excited yes. about life and sex and living their life and having fun. And cause we aren't just put out to pasture when we're, when we're 30 right. or 40. Yeah. Um, and that's important. And, uh, I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah. You monsters. It's fun. Uh, you know, check it <laughs> out. Here's, wrong with you? here's the order. Go have some fun. You assholes. T- top three, Beverly, real housewives of Beverly Hills, New York, Atlanta, my top three. Fave. Right. Enjoy. Okay. okay. You guys Great. enjoy everybody. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show, Alexi. Thanks for having me. 
that kind of makes my opening mm. argument seem pretty mean. <laughs> I was going to say you came off very cruel. As a real bitch. As a person. Yeah. I, um, cruel. I, I, yeah. Cruella I, DeVille. Is that why they, her name is cruel. that? Because she's cruel? Cruella. That's it? I've never even thought of that. Cruel. Cruella. Cruella. Is that even a name? Is Cruella even a name? I it's can't. It's just purely to be like, well, she's evil, so we'll give her a Cruella. Me. It's like Miana. It's like Mina. Mean? I'm mean. Who's Miana? I don't know. I'm making up another name. Oh, wow. That's good. Miana. Mean. <laughs> I'm mean. Um, okay. So that was interesting. I can't believe. I mean, when you look at it, it's like, oh, a lot of these women have just like built their entire lives out of this show and then become independent again though they started out though as these like i mean well bethany frankel's different i guess but do you know who i'm talking about no she's the skinny girl like i know girl. the name yeah yeah Beck and bethany was the one that like she wasn't even a housewife she was like put on the show as like part of their social circle and then kind of built herself up mm-hmm. so i don't know what what was your take? I'm curious. Well, my take was I'm I think somewhat ashamed <laughs> about all of the negative stereotypes and connotations that were in the atmosphere without even watching the show. Right. You know, the things that I've thought about the show which have been somehow passed down to me through people making fun of it or just the general idea that like you know, the women are like these old, catty, crazy ladies that have plastic surgery and they're stupid and they just fight with each other over dinner and they're bitches. Right. And um, we're watching it just because we're like laughing at them. Right. Which, look, I'm sure there is also some truth to that, too. Yeah, I'm sure there are people that watch it just to be like, oh, my God. But it is nice to know that, well, if you look maybe a, a, a little bit past that first layer yeah which sounds like might not even be there you know this is all like a perspective thing and i'm just a little bit embarrassed that that was my perspective going into it right i let um something else you know kind of uh dictate that yeah not myself i didn't, didn't give him the benefit of the doubt Ingen benefit you can give them benefit of the doubt what i gotta do is i gotta give these broads Benefit of the doubt. Broad. I would like to watch the show, so I can't fully say um, I love, I love you. you, Lexi, because I can't be like, you know what? I do love the show. Right. I have to watch the show, but I do love you, Lexi, for pointing out these things yeah. about these shows, that, right. these, that these women do work. And, you know, we didn't get into it, but I was curious about... Um, Being on a show is work, by the way. Right. We will say. And and I I um you know I I don't know how to totally feel about the Kardashians. Ugh. That's another thing where ooh see you don't like them. Jeez. Why well why not? <sighs> is it for real reasons or is it for I don't know I don't know I don't know how to feel about all there's this. There's preordained stuff. bias from me, but there's also there's also like a um. I just yeah again I just don't I they don't do anything what do they do like I whatever they're doing isn't getting me like I don't like it mm. whatever they're doing some people are like oh I love watching all that they're doing mm-hmm. and I don't give a shit about this stupid Los Angeles family that's like 
gonna make some, you know, Chris Jenner's like, I'm getting my girls, I'm gonna be their manager and make them all have brands. And it's just like, ugh, I'm not you're falling for any of it. You're doing a voice for her name. I mean, for her, for her uh, voice, you're doing a weird voice Jenner. for her voice. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, I don't like Chris Jenner. Why not? Let you got think. problems. You are a misogynist. I, I mean, I do. There's I've, something I've wrong with you. This, I've admitted You're this psycho. before. Remember during Britney episode? Yep, yep. Whatever it always else, comes out. Swift. Little Kelly the misogynist. But listen, Taylor Swift, I admit I had misogyny it's going It's all in. women. Do we have any ones that are guys that we don't like? Have we done that yet? I wonder. Yeah, I don't think we've done a male. But there really aren't these kinds of shows with dudes, are there? I will say right the now, like Vanderpump, Bachelor, Vanderpump Rules, like there's no way in hell I would like that show. But that's not what we was talking about, there. right? But there are dudes in it, is what I'm saying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, like, but I guarantee, if there was a rich family with a bunch of hot dudes, I would also hate it. I promise you. I don't know if you can make that. I guarantee. promise, Chris Jenner's not a good person. I'm not I saying she's to, a good person. I swear to God, she's. they have bad intentions. They're just like mm, trying to make money off of nothing. It's, Is that bad, though? I I think it's bad because they were like, yeah, they were put in this of, position of like being rich from God knows what reason. It's not a lot of honor Because of it. their like dead dad probably is the one who gave them their like seed money, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, it's hard. It's interesting. That's yeah. It's the hard the for Kim me. Kardashian one Marrying too is into big. money feels uh, I mean, fucked um, to me. You know, it's big in in it's a big issue of like what Kim Kardashian. The, yeah, of, of how to see her. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should try and have her on the show. Yeah, yeah. That would be easy. Probably. Yeah. What do it you would think be her easy email and is? also Kim something K I really Gmail? want. So KK Kardashian <laughs> at gmail dot com. Yeah, Kimmy Kim. Kim Kim. Kim Kim 2000 at gmail.com. Yeah. AOL maybe? Yeah. Um, okay, well, what's your final take on this then? I think it's I'm sorry. I'm, Ooh, boo. Yeah, I mean, because I gave it a shot back wow. in the day. Were you I, listening? I was listening. Did you listen? I was impressed. Okay. I was impressed. I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to get into it. I'm wow. not going to get back into... Back into it. Yes. Remember, I used to watch it. Yeah. Sorry. There was a lot that was said during the show. So. <laughs> yes. I used to watch it. Remember when I lived at Castle Braid in Brooklyn? Sometimes these are just exhausting, you know? Do you remember when you yeah. used to come over? And we we would were watch dating. that haircutter show. Yeah. We would watch... What's her name? Salon. Tabitha. Salon Takeover. Tabitha Salon Takeover, which was fantastic. Wait, Loved what was the that other show. one that was great? Um... Well, Kitchen Nightmares. Yes. Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares. Nightmares was amazing. But then wasn't there another one that was like a little bit hokier in America? What is that? In that guy with the accent that's like really built. Yes. And he turned out to be a big fraud. Yeah. Like he wasn't even a Restaurant, chef or something. It wasn't called Restaurant 911, was it? I think it was. Something no, like that. Restaurant Emergency? <laughs> but like remember. he would up. Basically the show was... The the restaurant was a fucking dump. These people like let these restaurants go to shit. Yeah. Like they're disgusting. And yeah. he would yell at them and then be like you know, they would redo everywhere. it. Yeah. And at the end the, the people would always cry because they yeah. couldn't believe that it was the, restaurant the exact was. same thing as Salon Takeover. Basically, basically you could just I like fast forward kinds. to like thirty seven minutes in yeah. to just get to the good part. Yeah. But it That's was the kind of show I like. That's some garbage TV I will happily watch for years. It was nice though when looking I, back, like yeah. these people were so lazy that they really didn't do much right. you know it was just like wow you're terrible at your job well we're gonna like redo all of this yeah. for you i think i just tire of like competitive bitch stuff really but is quick. that what the show is 
Well, I think that there's a large dose of it in mm. every in every episode. There's like we're going to go on this trip and everyone's going to get into a big fight and it's like I think that they rely on it too much and I think you're partially right about assuming that was what it was about, mm-hmm. you know. There's like you know, you're you know, Kyle's always going to get in a fight with her sister who we all know has like such issues, like mm-hmm. drug problems and this and that. I don't mm. know. I mm. don't know. Those mm. things those things mm. just feel a little scary to me. Like yeah. the people are monetizing that kind of stuff. It's so interesting when someone likes something. <laughs> this is like <laughs> just breaking down liking versus not liking something. But <laughs> like when someone <laughs> likes something, you're able to find the good We're jumping in it. the shark of the show. Yes, but when <laughs> something you don't like something, you just see the bad parts of it. When and you do- <laughs> <laughs> this is so lame. I feel like a child yeah, learning about what liking something very is. Very simple. But, you know like when you when you <laughs> When you don't like a movie, you're like, it was so long and the acting was horrible. But then, you know, like, let's say, okay, that's, for instance, that reminds me of Boyhood. I love the movie Boyhood. A lot of people didn't like it. Everyone hated it, yes. And people are like, it's so long, it's so boring. The acting was horrible. Like, it was so lame. And I'm like, you know, I didn't really care about the acting that much because this was a much larger story to me than, or or there was, it was a much bigger project than just watching a few people act. It's like, this is crazy that they took this on for 12 years. Yeah. And I related to everything in it. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I get that. I see that. I I did too. And I'm not even some white boy. Yeah. And I thought all the small, subtle, you're not a white boy, that's true. I thought all the small, little, subtle things in there, I was like, that's cool. It's interesting to see these really small moments in life and how they can be a big deal or right, not. Right, right. I don't know. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm like, nah, yeah, but I, I liked how long it was. It seemed actually like um, that was an appropriate length for a movie that yeah. took that long to make. That fucking took years. Yeah. yeah. What, 10 years to make? Yeah. At least. Um. Okay, so we got our conclusions. Yep. Um, I think this is a hot topic, that yeah. Real Housewives. So let's hear your opinions about Real Housewives. We want to hear what you got to say. Uh, email us. You can at, text me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Dan? Text me directly. We're not giving out your phone number. Okay. You can email us at littlepuppyquestions at gmail.com. Please do. We always love hearing from you guys. And we'll from respond. you especially. We'll respond. You. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Yeah. You'll love it. And guys, if you liked what you heard, you liked listening to this episode, Give us five stars on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And we're up to 79 five-star reviews. And we haven't said what we would do for the next five. So we're the next one. The next for one. 80, if we get 80. Our challenge is, is going to be p- that we, Kelly and I are going to piss into the same toilet. The No, we're going to pee <laughs> in the same toilet bowl at the same time. <laughs> okay? So we've put our fingers in each other's butts. Yeah. We've... Touched each other inappropriately. Yes. And now this time, which is we're something we've never done same bowl. in life. No. We're why would we? be in the same bowl yeah. at the same time. Guys, yeah. you want to hear that. You want to be a part of radio history. Yeah. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes, run, don't walk, and give that to us, and we will piss in the run same Run to your bowl. nearest library. And we'll, we'll record it. And yeah. That's something we should add, is we usually record these things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also, if you have any ideas for like little dares, we can give each yeah. other for review purposes uh give us some hints also that guy never sent ideas. us lube right that we did the ad for 
Oh, I don't think he did send us what lube. A also, we have another friend who wants us to advertise for him who I told to give give us a butt plug. And okay. he said, give me your address. And I did. And he never sent All it. right. So we'll see what happens, guys. Guys, see send us hell. something. Um, well, thank you for listening to the show. Yeah. Obviously, it's late. It's, oh my gosh, it's like getting close to your bedtime. Yeah. It's, Get it's, in there. It's 8.30 p.m. Put your nightcap on. Blow out the candle. Yeah. Get your little dolls in bed with you line your them up your favorite ones yeah line them up in order of how much you get like marcy them. angela and tina uh-huh. in bed with you and get your feather um Blanky. blanket yeah. out get in the cool bed yeah and then lift up your nightgown your nightgown so your butt touches the cool sheets pads and yeah. then the blanket comes down <laughs> over your genitals over your genitals and say <sighs> oh, i've done it good night good night that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>